What's this? All right, this is not in order. This one. Gary, are we good to go? Okay. So we all know what's going on. The government says we can't have more than 10 people in one room. And therefore, we had to invite very specific people that started out with the shear. Maybe as we go along, we'll, we will um, increase. There's only 10 people in the room today. I apologize. Um, it's very difficult. <clears throat> On Friday we had 85 people. Last night we had 80 people. People with the whole corona, with everything, they're, they're still coming to Shear. It's a time that either we can fall into depression or we can take this as a chizuk. But one thing for sure, we can't stop with the daf. We got to learn. We got to continue learning Torah. And if we're learning here or we're learning online, whatever it is, and we're going we're gonna to assess as we go on. Maybe tomorrow we could allow more people. We'll have to see. We'll start with one email. Dear Rav Stefanski, so this email we had on January 16th. My name is Alon Stein from Chicago. I am so glad I discovered the Minadaf. I listen every day to full share while sitting in heavy traffic, Chicago traffic on my Bluetooth while driving downtown, and then to the 8-minute daf after Havdalah. I hadn't learned any time since graduating at a crown 25 years ago. So he says he hasn't learned Gemara in 25 years. Until I listen to his shir, it's addicting, and I look forward to the next one every day. So that was then. This new email. Dear Rav Stefanski, I just finished brachas with a full-length shear app while sitting in traffic on the Eden's Expressway on the way to downtown Chicago. Did I read this already? I don't know. This is my first seum at age 43. Your class made it easy to get done. Todarabah, Alon Stein. So our boy Sai, he's doing it on the Eden's. And uh, we're, a lot of us are going to have to do it online today. Zoktehele Gemara. It's not always easy. We have to take, we take it for granted. We sit here, we drink hot coffee, we complain that there's not enough of this, and uh, the air conditioning might... It's a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call. We take everything for granted, and in a moment, the whole thing changes. Zog we're holding the we're continuing with the Braisa. This is the last short Ahmed explaining the Braisa about the four Rishuyas, the four domains. The threshold by the door can go either way. When the door is open, then it has a halacha of Rishus HaYachid. When the door is locked and closed, then the iskufa, the, the threshold, has a halacha like outside. Even though it doesn't have a lechi. Now, what's going on here? The Gemara understands right now, we're talking about a mavoi, not a house. We're talking about a mavoi. So here's what it looks like. This is your mavoi. 
the people's houses go into the Mavui. It's closed on one end, it's closed on all three sides, and it's open to Rishus Arab. In order to carry in this Mavui, you either put a lechi, like this red piece of wood, and that's the indication that this Mavui is closed, it's finished, or you put a kaira, which is the same thing going on top, from side to side. It's also an indication that the Mavui is closed. Where's this skufa? The skufa is this blue threshold here, right over here. Also taken from the Izvahadr without the colors. It was a little bit hard to see, even in their picture, where the skufa begins and ends, because it wasn't colored. Skufa is a threshold. Ask the Gemara, where's the lechi? You need a lechi. So it's like this, the Gemara understood that there's a lechi over here, this inner one, on the side closest to the house, to the mavi, to the iskufa, this one right over here. How do you have permission to carry on the entire iskufa? It doesn't have a lechi. This red lechi, there's only one in the, right now in the Gemara. This lechi only provides me rishus to, to carry in the mavui, but doesn't allow me the opportunity to, to, to carry on the skufa. Maybe the skufa doesn't have four tfachim by four tfachim. And therefore what? It's a machim tur. And Rashi sticks in here that maybe the thickness of the wall should provide me a lechi. That itself is your lechi. The thickness going over here, the wall is a thick. What's in a skufa? It's a threshold. Usually the threshold is the width of the door, the width of the wall. So the wall itself is some sort of lechi. You do need a second lechi. And where's your lechi? How do, you don't have a second lechi. If you had the lechi over here, fine. But if your lechi is inside, it's problematic. Yes, he's not, he's not being mechadish or anything. It's just saying, Rabbi said, we need a picture of this. One day we'll look back and say, wow. You got a camera? You could take a picture. Because I want Noam in the picture. It'll be the first picture Noam is in the picture. In case you are watching, are you able to show what's going on here, Gary, in this room? How empty. That's our new camera. It's amazing. The, the, the color might, be, might need a little bit of um, touch-up, maybe some lighting, but the picture itself is, is, is incredible. Plus, we could, were you able to put this uh, picture on the screen, Gary? You're too slow. This, this, I put this up like three minutes ago. <laughs> Start getting ready. There's a bunch more with Mavuis. Huh? Who can't count? Oh. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't show the whole thing. They can't see that. We have ten people exactly, not a single person more. The government is watching. They said, uh, who said, I think Bibi said that they're watching phones. They're looking at phones to see if people are going to congregate more than 10 people together. Not for that, for other reasons.
Okay. Just last night, um, Yosef Biliak's son was very sad that he couldn't, his father didn't let him come to Shear, and I was writing him a whole email. They shouldn't be so sad. The whole Shear ended up uh, not coming, even his own father. Okay. Hi, Yosef Biliak's son. Omer Avihuda. Kivager said people shouldn't panic and they shouldn't be sad. We're certainly not sad. Maybe panic. I don't know. The wives are buying a lot of toilet paper and stuff. But from the panic, from the panic. Okay. Omerav, you domerav. Hocha biiskufas moviyas kidon. Yes, we are talking about. Uh, iskufa in a mavi and not in a house. The next terrace is going to be that there's a iskufa in a house. We're talking about not a lechi, we're talking about a koira, a beam on top. Here it goes. Gary, this picture now. Here's the iskufa, here's the koira on top. There's a koira that goes from side to side. Now, the kaira only covers half of the iskufa. You see there's a red line here? This red line is half of the iskufa, the, the thickness, the width of the iskufa. Let's see inside. This, this kaira doesn't cover the entire iskufa. Which half does it cover? The side that's closer to the house, to the, to the mavoy. This, this part. So this blue is only covering half of the bottom threshold, not the part towards Rosh Hashanah, the part towards the mavoy. Pesach, Pesuach, Kilifnim. Now, very interesting Allah Rabbi Isai. We have halacha that this front part of the kaira can halachically come down and create a wall. I did some kind of not such a nice drawing, but basically here it comes down. You pretend that it comes downwards. It creates a wall. That's only if the kaira is Four tfachim. If if the area that it, the top part is four tfachim, then the edge can come down and create a wall. If the top part is less than four tfachim, it cannot come down and create a wall. What? No, not the width. The top part, this part. If the kaira, if if this is four tfachim from here to here. Oh, the width. Yeah, not not the thickness. Then the thickness comes down and creates a wall. Now, what's going on here? If the door to, my ha- to the mavi is open, then the kaira is bigger. If the door is closed, then the kaira is only one tefach wide. It doesn't provide, I don't have four tefachim anymore. Pesach, pasuach, if the door is open, kilifnim. And then I use the concept of Gudasik Mechitzdor, Tikri Yoyer Vesoysim. Pesach Noel, but once the door is shut closed, Kilachutz, then 
it doesn't, you don't do pitikim and it has halacha of, of the outside. You cannot carry on that iskufa. Then I could... Correct. Then, so if the door is open, then I use the iskufa this way, from this red line and in. But if the door is closed, then I cannot use the iskufa at all. Ravashi Omar, what? The chutz is in Rishus Rabbim. That's in Rishus Rabbim. So what are you going to do in Rishus Rabbim? You mean if you're carrying Rishus Rabbim, you carry in there. Yeah. Ravashi Omar, lo oilom biskufas baisas kinon. We're talking about a threshold for a house. What's going on here? Here. I don't know if this uh, does it any justice. We're talking about two koirois on top. Two. What are you doing here? No. Oi. Dr. Factor just snuck in, grabbed his filling and ran, holding his mouth with a mask. Dangerous times, everybody say dangerous times. Uh, he left us a message yesterday. He purposely didn't come last night and he agrees that we should only be 10 people. Fine. The top has two koiras, not attached. Very simple. There's a door between the two koiras. You see, this white line over here is the top of the door. Here's the door. Here's a white line. There, there isn't three tfachim between the blue and the red koirois. Therefore, I could use lavud. But I cannot use lavud because there's a door that separates the two koirois halachically. So if I open up the door, now there's no separation between the blue and the red, and they get together. And how big are they when they get together? Four tfachim. And now four tfachim, I could say pitikur yari v'saisim, and my entire inside of my house over here, this is the, they have these overhangs in homes, you know, like a little outdoor vestibule, whatever you want to call it. And now it, it has a full, a full wall that comes down. Why? Because on top, I have four tfachim. How do I have four tfachim? Because my two beams are connected through a three tefach lavud when my door is open. Here, this might be a messed up picture. I might have confused it with these lines, these raindrops. Here's the door open. Here's the two beams getting together. And here the red lines just show you a p-tikra yari v'saisim. I have a halacha, halachic wall coming down over here and provides a rishus hayachid in the vestibule over here. If the door is closed, like in this picture, then this guy is stuck outside. He's part of Rushus Harabim, not part of Rushus Hayachid. Yeah? Our guys are way too quiet. We're going to finish the shear way too early. It's going to be a problem. Oh, Shkoyach, Feder. I could always trust you to ask a couple of kashas. The what? Sukkah? What sukkah? Oh, you want to know if you could say in a sukkah? No. I don't think you can. No, no, no. You need a shnaim and shlishis tefach. You need a tefach. You can't do a pit tigri on a third wall. Am I right, Rabbi Isai? No, no, no. 
Yeah, that's good aches mechitzta kind of thing. That's a, no, that's if you have a full wall and it's less than three tochen from the bottom of the ground and a, and a goat can't go underneath, then I, I close it up. But he's asking if the schach is this thick or whatever, can I use the schach? No, you don't use the schach to go down. Anyway, but it's good, it's good. We just burnt a couple of seconds here and we're, we're on time now. Zok de Gemara. New lady. Where's Judah when we need him? Oh, oh, I was waiting for this day. I was waiting a year and a half for Reuven to ask me a kasha. Reuven used to sit over here and ask me kashas every day. Get over here, Reuven. Where are you? No, what? Yeah. No, no. In the second case, when the door is open and you have a full-fledged No, this is your skufa. No, oh, you're saying that this is skufa over here? No, no, this is fake. Only underneath the kaira, yeah. Right. Only the part that's under the kaira. Look, this is a skufa that has nothing to do with, the, with, the, with anything. It's not like before. Look. This is skufa is real. This ends exactly where the wall ends. So everything is great. So now you have a half and not a half. This is just arbitrary. He, he, he drew it much larger. I don't know. He could come out up to here too if he wants. Of course he can't go wherever you want. I think the camera is pointing on you now. Oh, but if the remote control didn't work or something. Okay. Let's see it inside. We're talking about a house. I just touched my mouth. Terrible. I have this habit. I have to tell you that nobody's here, so I could say it. Nobody's watching. But I once watched watched this shear on Tisha B'av, and the speaker like had like some spit over here. So ever since then, I like I'm the whole shear. I'm going like this. I, I don't want to be like that guy. I know. I just did because it's a bad habit. Only when I say the shear, I try to make sure in the corner of my mouth. Okay, fine. Next. Nobody's here. Who's watching? There are two beams on top. One is red and one is blue. Neither of them have the four tfachim that are necessary to say the concept of However, the distance between the two is less than three tfachim. And therefore, I could invoke the concept called lavud, videles beemsa. But there's a little trick here called the door. Now, the door doesn't really separate the two kairos. Obviously, it doesn't go in between them. It doesn't stick up in between them. It's just right there in between them. When you're looking from on top, you're going to see a door below it. So that door. Not like in the picture. Very good. He's saying that Rashi says, in case you haven't heard him, Rashi says that the, or the skufa of a house is the entire thing is, is covered. 
not like this little picture over here. This is, this is for drawing purposes only. Okay. So if the door is wide open, then the two boards on top become one, and then I have Pitikur Yoyvisoisem, and my entrance is closed off. And it becomes the skufa becomes a Rushusayochid. Pesach Nol Kilachutz. But if the door is closed, that separates the two boards on top, and I no longer have an iskufa that's part of the Rushusayochid, it's now part of the Rushusarabim. So this is the last line in the Brisa. If you have a skufa that's the size of Rosh Yachid, it's ten tefachim high, four tefachim wide. It becomes its own domain. If you find two Rishuyos that are in fact one Rishos, like Rosh Yachid inside Rosh Yachid, in middle of your backyard, you have a basketball hoop that's ten tefachim high, and four tefachim wide. Also, even though it's a rishus within rishus it should be a double rishus Nevertheless, it's also to use it as a place to unload your knapsack and readjust it. So this is an amazing chiddush. Over here I have a Rosh right next to my Rosh I have an Iskufa right in front of my house. Nevertheless, I can't move one object to, I can't move an object from my house to the Iskufa because you might come to use a similar size object in the middle of Rosh Hashanah. In Rosh Hashanah, we said yesterday that ninth Fachim is okay. But once it reaches 10th Fachim, now you're talking about a different Rosh you're talking about Rosh Hashanah. And Mela, it's also to go from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. So Mela, I have to be careful from one Rosh to another Rosh even though they're the same Rosh And this is how we ended off the sugya of Rosh And now we're going into what? No, Mokim Tur is a Mokim Tur. We don't care about it. What's a Mokim Tur? Because it's very different in size. A Mokim Tur is small. Over here we're talking about a large thing that has that exact large thing in Rosh Hashanah and causes issues. So stay, stay away from it in Rosh Hashanah. Much easier. So you now, says the Mishnah. This Mishnah is not even talking about Shabbos. We're going away from Shabbos for a second. We're talking about things you're not allowed to do during the weekday before Mincha. And the reason is because next Mishnah on Daf Yud Aleph discusses things you can't do Erev Shabbos. You're not allowed to put a, a needle into your clothing before Shabbos, etc. So, as Hagdama, the Mishnah says, You're not allowed to go to the barber on a Tuesday afternoon before Mincha until you daven. The Gemara is going to explain what time of the day it is. You shouldn't go into the bathhouse. You shouldn't go into the tanning house. In other words, you shouldn't go into your business. What kind of business exactly? The Mishnah describes it as a place that you, you tan your hides. Some want to say that it's dafka, something similar to that. It's not dafka hides, but something that you get involved in. Maybe if you're selling diamonds, it's not the same thing. It's something that you... you what? It's a process. 
No, nothing to do with the smell. It's about the process. Yeah, yeah. No, this is about... Once you start tanning, you got to go. You can't just drop what you're doing. Some people say, like for instance, if you're a cipher, or you can just put your pen down and go. Every letter is a different, a different misa. Every, if it's what, whatever your job is, doesn't matter what it is, but if you start it, you can't stop it. It, it could be a problem for davening mincha, then you have to stop. It's not dafka bursiki, but it, it might not mean every job. If you're a Rebbe in a, in a seminary or whatever it is, and you could just stop in the middle, then you stop. If, if you have to continue class for an hour, then you have a problem, whatever it is. You'll ruin your skins. You'll ruin whatever it is. Yeah, whatever the process is. The kids are a problem. Wait a minute. Did you learn Chavez already? That Gemara looks all back in the day. Okay. Don't ask me with conscious though from there. Zogdi Gemara. You can't start a meal and you can't go to a din So Taisa says they're amazing. It says if you start, you don't have to stop. Even if you started bi'isr, you started bi'isr, you weren't allowed to, you're not allowed to, you don't have to stop. As long, obviously, you have time to. David. What do you mean? No, 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 no. You might forget and you might not. Yeah? Not a lot of... Well, let's see the Gemara. Nobody wants to take a picture. I'm taking a picture. Okay, here's... All right, mafsikin likrois kriyishma ve'ein mafsikin litfilo. So we have to understand what exactly the Mishnah adds, and the Gemara is going to explain. But the point is that you stop for a doiraisa kriyishma, but you don't have to stop for tefila according to most Rishonim, like we learned in Brachas, Shmonesri, not doiraisa, Rambam, v'chulu. We'll see. Says the Gemara, hey samach mincha. What does it mean mincha? When's Mincha G'dayla? A half hour after Chatzos, midday. In other words, and we're talking about again, not hour hours, but you take daylight and you divide it into 12 hours. So midday, a half an hour after that, not necessarily 30 minutes exactly, but 30 minutes based on these hours that we have left to the day. That's Mincha G'dayla. So, a half an hour before that, you'd have to stop before. Before means a half hour. So, you'd have to stop exactly at midday. Why? What's the big deal? That's your question. You have at least six hours now. Yes. What are you? No, no, no. But you might go into it. So, what? No, not a mitzvah. That's something else. Forget, well, but work you understand, haircut you understand, everything you understand, you only have a shiloh about them. Oh, 
The kids are, you have plenty of time. Hello, it makes more sense to say, When's Mechaktano? Three and a half hours after Chatzois. And you would have to stop three hours after Chatzois. Nine hours. And if you start, you don't have to stop. So in other words, you're already late into the day. And if you started doing whatever you're doing, the Mishnah says you don't have to stop. So this is a kasher of Shuvan Levi. Don't Shuvan Levi. Kivon shegiyas mantfilas hamincha. Also laodam sheitoim klum koydim sheispalo. Once mincha time comes, and you're middle of a meal, you have to stop eating immediately. It's usher to taste anything. Says the Gemara loy loylam somach lemincha gdoyla. So one pshat is, the Gemara says, no, we're going back to the original pshat. We're talking about stopping at midday, at chatzois. This is the haircut of Ben Elosso, says Rashi. He was, a, he was a rich guy, and he spent a lot of money to learn how to do the Kain Gadol's haircut. And basically, it's the end of one hair begins at the, the, the other hair. Bekitzer, it's a very, very tedious, it takes many hours, I guess. It's a very long process. And Memela, so the, the point of the Gemara now is that everything that we discussed is a very long, tedious thing. So if you, you're talking about Merchatz, it's going to be a very long bath. A meal, very long meal. Hours. Hours and hours. You're going to a wedding. How long does a wedding take? Don't go to a wedding before you dive in Mincha. Yeah, what, what Masechta was that, Baba Basra? It was Chulin? The one with the barbecue. No, the speeches weren't there. Because Baba Basra was never ending. We had to do a never ending thing. No, I made a special scene because I finished Baba Basra 20 times. You don't remember? I didn't even tell anybody, but that's what it was. I'm saying now. Nobody's watching, so I can say it. It was a special time, and, and we had a barbecue, and the guy made a crazy amount of food. Crazy. No. So, Nachman, it was less speeches than your, than, than your scene that you were in charge of the other day. <laughs> you heard what he said, Rabbi Sai? There's all speeches, no courses. At least we had courses and some speeches. Don't complain. Zog the Gemara. We're looking for a new guy to take over for next year. Zogdi Gemara. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I said, we now no, 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 it's on us. People are sitting in their houses all depressed, and we're having fun here. It's not fair. Zogdi Gemara, Velayla Merchat. Yeah, there's no menu. Now that I dive in here, it's unlimited. We have 12 minutes left. Zogdi Gemara. I heard you. What's his name? He's screaming from his house. Yosef. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. What does it mean? He went, he had a pedi, mani, whatever it's called, the massage. Then he went to the sauna, the whole, the schwitz, the whole deal, everything. How long does that take? I don't know. It takes many hours. Or, or a, full, uh, a full round of golf also could take. I did it once, never again. I, I only, if, I, if I have to do it, it's half. Not the full. 18 holes, it takes, it takes a whole day. 
Veloy le bursiki, especially if your ball goes into the trees every time. Veloy le bursiki. What kind of bursiki? What kind of tanning? Le bursiki Kids, he has a lot of a lot of hides there. We're not talking about a guy that has one little thing that he has to take care of. A factory, fine. Whatever it is. The point is it takes many hours. A giant meal, a gavalika meal. Anybody that ever went to Dintaira or had to do this uh, stuff, it takes very, very long. It's a whole. According to this, you're not allowed to dive for the whole year. You're not allowed to go to Dintaira for a year. Whatever. It takes hours. It seems like in those days, you went in, out, shalom. You give your, you give your, your tzad, they give that tzad, and they come up with the psak din. They don't call you back 400 times. So what comes out from this sugya? According to this pshat, you're, we're talking about mincha g'dayla. And by mincha g'dayla, if you have a very big job ahead of you, to eat, to take a haircut, whatever it is, but takes hours, don't start beforehand. A regular suli, you're allowed to, you have plenty of time. A regular haircut, you're allowed to, you have plenty of time. Now, another terrace. We're talking about a normal person. So why can't you sit down? Perhaps the machine will break. I was once sitting in Bnei Brak as a kid, and uh, in the middle of my haircut, the electric went out. I've never seen this before, never seen it after. The guy pulls out, uh, I guess that's how it was in the olden days. It was the same thing as a haircut machine, but it was like this. It was going like this to me. It's like, what are you doing? I'm looking in the mirror. It's half dark. I've never seen it. You've, you've seen it before? Yeah. Only here in this country. Oh, you go like this with one hand? I just remember. I'm like, what? Anyway, that's the problem. In those days, before there were batteries, I guess they didn't have battery. They didn't have the, 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 the cordless stuff then. So electric out, haircut done. So that's the problem. You're worried that his, his, his scissors is going to break. You can imagine what kind of scissors they had in those days. Kids are, I guess they broke often, and that is the problem. Once it breaks, you're not going to go to shul with like half your head cut off and half not. So don't, make sure you dive in first. <laughs> those who don't have hair, they, 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 they can dive. They don't have a problem. Well, they don't go to barber. Fine. And what does it mean, Lemerchatz? Lazir Balma, just a little schwitz. So what's the problem? Maybe he'll faint. Yeah, they say today also, you shouldn't sit in there. There's a certain, it says on the, when you go into the schwitz, it says in the sauna, don't stay for X amount of time. It's dangerous. You could faint. Whatever the time is, in those days, who knows how hot it was. That's because we have it controlled and it's not AI. In those days when it was underneath the floor, who knows? Bursiki. He's just going to check his, his hides. So what's the problem? Says Rashi, crazy pshat. A person can be so depressed over his monetary loss that he won't dive in mincha. Not pshat. I thought when I was reading it, he's going to see that as a loss. He's right away going to go and find chemicals to undo it and he's going to run around and make it. No. He's going to sit there like this, like a klutz, and just cry and not dive in mincha. Unbelievable. And he shouldn't even eat a small meal. 
You never know. You might get so involved in the meal that it might schlep out and you'll miss mincha. Even the end part of the din, the end then, so what's the problem? In other words, the Gemara is taking all the, 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 the worst case scenario. No, the easiest part, we're only talking about a small part of the din, we're talking about a normal haircut, we're talking about a small meal, nevertheless, I have to be concerned. Oh, really? Who says this? The Rambam says that by Parnas, not like Rashi, that he'll do something, not that Shadow will be depressed. Nobody is depressed enough not to daven, or maybe they will, maybe even if you daven, it's a really shvach and daven, you won't have kavana. The Rambam says the Pshad is he might get involved in trying to fix the loss. Very good, thank you. When you come to Dintaira, you're always thinking, and you might come up with a great chap, and then you'll tell the, 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 the dayan, and the kids are all, before you know it, you're going back and forth, and you're not davening. I should make a new minute anyways. Once you start the haircut, you don't have to stop. You know that, 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 that thing that they choke you with? Especially that apron. No, my Choking. They, 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 they don't know. They don't care. They, they just want to make sure that that piece is in there nicely. They don't care if you're breathing or not. So that, that apron, it's called a mapyrus here. Look, it's called a mapyrus a second later. Something else is called a mapyrus. So when they put that on your lap to catch the hair, that's it. Your haircut started, even though he didn't take off a single hair. And what does it mean to be there to, to, start, to start bathing? Again, the same lotion, mapyrus. Over here it means something else. Another, like a, a upper clothing your clothing, your yarmulke, even some say your undergarments, the kids are one of your clothings you just took off. What does it mean that you started going into the tanning? Roll up your sleeves. They had some sort of thing they used to, I don't know, tie up, getting ready to work. What does it mean you started to eat? So all these things, it doesn't mean necessarily he started his haircut, it's one step before. It doesn't mean you started to eat, you put food in your mouth, one step before. Rav says, you wash your hands. You undo your belt. Now I was on a date once and I undid my belt and I forgot to put it back and I walked away. <laughs> my microphone fell for that one. But my friend was on a date, and he, he did redo his belt, and he walked away with the, the yeah, okay, fine. You guys know. <laughs> the old type of cloth went with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pligi, halon, v'halahu. So there's no machlaik between washing hands and not washing hands. Just a minute what they used to do. People open belts, don't open belts. In bubble, they open belts, so that's the, that's the sign of it. They what? Tighten, tighten belts very, very strong. It was a big thing, like to pretend that you're skinny kind of thing, whatever the... <laughs> they had a whole, maybe it was a different thing. It wasn't a belt like ours. I forgot what they call it. Uh, we're not going to get in there. 
Kids, they have these things that it, it, it tucks the fat in. Geschmack. Okay, yeah, that was the word. I'm not going to say it. And then you open it up to, to, to eat. So in Bavel, it's the, it's the belt. In Eretz Yisrael, it's washing the hands. Omar in Bavel, the, if you hold, we had in Brachas, is Mayriv obligatory? Do you have to dive in? Or it's just a mitzvah? If you say it's just a mitzvah, Kivin, this Sharlehem Yonah, Loi Metrechinenlei. Once he opens his belt, we don't make him dive in Mayriv. Now, what about Kriyashma? So they're trying to go into Kriyashma, because Kriyashma is the rice of the Kula Alma. So maybe you could say Kriyashma, even you're sitting down, a lot of people do it like at the meal. You know, if you, if you uh, dive in early Shabbos, you don't have to get up and go to the corner and dive in Shemun Esri. You could say it as is. That's how they, they explain Kriyashma. And what? According to the Mando Omar that says that, it's, that you have to dive in Mayrev, we make you put your belt back in, we make you daven, everybody agrees, there's no machloikis in mincha, that it's a choiv, you have to daven, once you undo your belt, you don't have to go back, you don't have to daven, it's even when you're just undoing the belt, it doesn't mean that you have to start eating or whatever, it says the Gemara, wow, it's a tongue twister, now what? When it comes to mincha, there's no, nobody gets drunk in midday, I hope. So in Mela, I didn't force you to go put your belt back on <coughs> and go daven. Finish your meal, you're not going to get drunk, you'll remember. But by Mayriv, it's problematic. People like to drink wine with their dinner, and they can get a little shikr, a little tipsy, and then they'll forget to daven Mayriv. Inami, another pshat, This is a set time. What does that mean? This is only like five and a half hours to daven. So five and a half hours, you can mess up and forget about mincha. So the guy is very careful. He knows that he might mess up. So he won't come to do pshia. He'll daven mincha. Arvis, the man arvis. You can daven myriv for twelve hours from evening all the way to the morning. So he keeps on pushing it off. And eventually what's going to happen, he's going to fall asleep and he's going to forget. Keep healthy. Noam, one of the good ideas was, 